Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. False diagnosis of Discoculia make content accessible. Primary and secondary developmental Discoculia Mad Anxiety Looms and Mad Anxiety, What Can You Do About It? This is our podcast for week 5 in 2017 and we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome Dr. Schroeder. Well, so happy to be here. Well, our uh, links are all ready to be uh, discussed, so let's jump right in. The first link is about false diagnosis for Discoculia. Who would do a thing like that? Yes, well, uh, unfortunately, there are some very pushy parents who will do anything to get their children ahead. And there are, unfortunately, some bureaus that cash in on that and will write up any diagnosis that the parents are looking for. So this is not specifically happening for dyscalculia, but it has been going on for some time for dyslexia and ADHD uh, as well. So... Hmm. And that is just to get their uh, children accommodations. Right. Well, the damage is, damage is obvious. It, it shows that these parents do not care about the children who really need the accommodations. Right. And uh, it definitely undermines the authority of uh, respectable bureaus. Such like yourself. Well, okay. <laughs> We're trying. Uh, they hurt the children with a real learning disability by confusing the schools and testing organizations and also by diluting the uh, ever-sparse uh, resources that they can use to help kids who really need it. Exactly. So when you suspect something like this is going on, let us know. We will highlight it and expose it. Well, meanwhile, only work with bureaus that have a proven uh, their honesty and, and give a good... Um, based uh, report on, on uh, numbers. Right. Okay, well, that's a good advice. Uh, yeah, that's horrible. These parents do that. Pushy, pushy parents. Uh, now, the next uh, link is uh, about making content uh, accessible. Is that, is that a need? Uh, well, this comes actually from Australia, and it's a guide with uh, free advice on how to make content available on the web in such a way that people with cognitive disabilities so including dyscoculia, mm-hmm. will have no problem accessing it. Right. You need to register on the site to get it. Oh, to get the guide, yeah. yeah. But I've seen it, and it's it's full of very useful advice. Okay. So uh, it's produced by Media Access Australia, okay. and they've created this resource to provide guidance on how uh, best address accessibility <coughs> related issues uh, for people with uh, any cognitive disability, learning disability, in a media context. That's super. Yeah, because they, they're really um, at a disadvantage in this uh, area. So this guide provides support to organizations in meeting the needs of people with a uh, cognitive disability across a range of digital media. Organizational roles supported in this guide include uh, policy officers, Yeah. ICT professionals, okay. uh, marketing even, and, <laughs> <laughs> and communication staff and content producers. Okay. It may look like this guide is primarily for web 
geeks, but going through it, you are, uh, if you are, are a content creator or, or want to go that way, you will definitely find out um, where you uh, need to pay attention and uh, adjust your, your content. It will serve people with uh, disabilities very well and make sure that they can understand the information that you are trying to uh, communicate with them. So okay, very, well, very, uh, that's pretty good, yeah. Um, initiative. Yeah, I think it's a first, yeah. I mean, so many different websites, and sometimes they're really hard to navigate, even even for somebody like myself. And uh, So let's hope that many people will take advantage of that, and many more will be helped by it. The next link is about primary and secondary developmental dyscalculia. Now, I, I was actually unaware of that difference, so, so what is that difference? Well, um, the article in the link is a bit of a long read, but here's the short summary. Primary developmental dyscalculia is associated with impaired development of brain mechanisms uh, and in particular with processing numerical magnitude information, so the uh, number sense area. And it is thus driven uh, by neurodevelopmental factors that originate really early and uh, even during pregnancy. And there are several uh, symptoms that um, result from that. Now, what is secondary developmental dyscalculia? It refers to mathematical um, issues and deficits um, that look alike the deficits that we see in children with um, primary developmental dyscalculia, but they are related to uh, maybe teaching, being exposed to the material, um, maybe uh, interrupted teaching by long okay, so uh, those are not diseases. Born. Yeah, they're not, they're not, not born, born they're, in, okay. but maybe um, the teaching method did not um, fit the, uh, the, the student. The child needed, right. Yeah, um, okay. it might also be related, or actually it is related to low socioeconomic status and to... Uh, Attention, limited attention. Okay. So even if you wow. uh, provide a really research-based uh, education, if the kid cannot pay attention to it, it goes over his head right. and, and he will still not benefit from it. Right. And the same uh, gaps can arise that we uh, we see with kids with primary developmental dyscalculia. So any, any impact on, on how you treat them? Yes, uh, it's important to keep it... Uh, in mind and to separate them out although in the the short run they will need the similar approach mm -hmm. and you will see that the children with secondary uh, dyscalculia usually make a lot faster progress because the uh, neurological systems are in place only they have not been used they have Correct. not been trained okay. so when you start uh, using and training them they might jump ahead quicker than the students with um, primary developmental dyscalculia. Okay. So, very important article. Please uh, take the time to go over it. We're talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoculiaServices.com, and we're looking at the links provided on our website, DiscoculiaHeadlines.com. Now, our next link is about looming mad anxiety. Well, this is a, is a good story from someone who eventually... Uh, understands that she has dyscalculia 
and she points out exactly what the problems are in adult life. A very, uh, very good uh, story that a lot of people can relate to. Now, she works in a pub in the UK and needs to write phone numbers and sometimes work at the cash register. And she gets real, real nervous about it. A story from real life that can make you understand what a big issue this is for people who have dyscalculia that has not been treated. Right. And, and, and in fact, it's important because we, we met a client the other day. And she said, if I only get through this math course, then after that, I will never ever use math again in my life. Well, you may think that while you're still in, in a school curriculum, but this story actually underlies, underlines that, that when you're out of school, in your job, you're still going to need some math. And, and if you've an untreated dyscalculia, that may still uh, wreak some havoc on you. Yeah, and obviously it's such a pity because with uh, proper instruction, those people could really alleviate their problems. Right. Okay, well, it brings us to our last link, and, and that link is about what can we do about math anxiety? Well, this link is from math.com and gives some very practical approaches to uh, fighting math anxiety. Now, here, uh, let me read a little passage from it. Test, brain, freeze, panic. Okay, you studied, got a good night's sleep, and are wearing the lucky sweater. You get to class and forget your name. What to do now? <laughs> that is that sounds such like panic. Absolutely, <laughs> sounds like panic. Yeah. So, um, first, remember your name. No, really, just think of something that you do know is the first step in remembering all those lost formulas. Unfreeze your mind by unfreezing your body, and body is absolutely uh, important in this. Uh, in this uh, equation. Give yourself a quick stretch. Don't get up and do jumping jacks, okay? That might be a little bit disruptive <laughs> yeah. in, in the for the other children. Yeah. And tell yourself you are okay. Slow down. Take a deep breath and try to break the cycle of panic. Work around the panic by finding something on the test that you, that you can do. Right. Gain confidence and then go back and finish the rest of the problems. Keep going on the ones you can do. Then go back and try the others. And you might be surprised to find that you can now tackle much more than you thought before. And maybe I can um, add here uh, one of my own strategies for um, doing tests that were a little bit complicated for me. I memorized some formulas and without even looking at the question, I wrote down those formulas. So I had them on paper. That okay. was a help to work out the problems. But also, just writing them down without being disturbed by a possible uh, question that I would not be able to do, I was in the mood of writing down what I could do, which is kind of the same thing that they advise us, but I took it one step uh, further and I adjusted it to that specific test. Just try it, it worked for me. Well that explains why I always got the low grades because I didn't have any of those smart strategies unfortunately. Well thank you very much Dr. Schroeder. Uh, these were the links for this week as always. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com. You can follow her on Twitter and on Facebook and she maintains boards both on Pinterest and on Flipboard. And she runs five free webinars and all the information about that is at webinars.discoculiatrainingcenter.com.
If you want to know if you have Discoculia, you can do the free Discoculia screener on our website discoculiaservices.com. Or you can get a more comprehensive Matt and Discoculia screening test at discoculiatesting.com. Finally, Dr. Schroeder's ebooks are available on Amazon and you can find the link on shop.discoculiaservices.com or go to Amazon and search for Dr. Schroeder. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.